Hello again, my friends, it's Ray, and this is part two of the DBSK Deep Dive. And I'll just get us right into it. Have fun! Yes. July 2009. Yep. Jaejun, Yuchun, and Junsu tried to split with SM. And Try. claiming their 13-year contract was excessively long, schedules were held out without permission of the members, and profits were unfairly distributed. Oh, in October 2009, the Seoul D Central District Court granted the trio a temporary contract injunction, and their Korean activities uh, ceased. In, oh God, I can't imagine how this all must have been feeling. Uh, in November 2009, Yuno and Chungmin released a joint statement in support of SM and then urged the, the three others to resolve their issues with management as quickly as possible if they wanted to keep going as DBSK. Jesus, that sounds a bit like suspicious. Yeah, that sounds Just a tad. And then a as a result one. of this whole thing, uh, there was a Shenzhen show for the Marotic tour that was canceled a week before its scheduled date on November 21st and that prematurely ended the tour. Well, yeah. But, but despite the injunction, yeah, the one the God, I could not imagine. It'd be no, like I can't BTS being... in 2020 all over again, but like not because it was the band members fault. <laughs> no, it was no, it, it's literally like what happened like what happened with EXO is the closest we're ever going to get to seeing yeah. that. Well, yeah, that but... was that's you know and it hurt they were so a, much that was during a tour that was mm -hmm. it was before their first tour yeah it yep. was <gasps> or hangung or hangung leaving yeah he left it in the middle too or yeah he left in the middle of the super show too yeah because there was that one jesus christ <clears throat> anyway there was that one yeah. show where he was crying yep so oh, yeah, really fresh oh god I dropped the two bottles. Well, there weren't. There were like two very like I had a little bit left in them, so I drank the rest of them. And then I found an old bottle that I had on the floor, and they fell on top of it, but it didn't break. Good fucking. That's job. good. And if you're wondering who's uh, not sober, it's uh, <laughs> definitely not Sean. <laughs> Sean is not sober. <laughs> anyway, so okay. despite the injunction that halted the Korean activities, uh, three. Jaejun, Yuchun, and Junsu maintained their activities as DBSK under AVEX's management in Japan, which had to be awkward as fuck. Yes. And, sad. and they continued to release new Japanese singles until early 2010. Oh, wow. Their last. I thought they like ceased everything. Right? I thought so too, but apparently not in Japan. Uh, the members' last public performance together was on December 31st, 2009 at the Kohaka Gasen, which is that uh, New Year's thing. And they mm -hmm. performed their 28th single, Stand By You, which the irony has to be That's incredible. so much irony. Right. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, January 2010, they released their 29th single, Breakout, which created a new record. Them. Oh man, I didn't know that that was released. Like that was that music video like released when they weren't even getting along. I think that... so. Oh my fucking at this god! Point, they, like this, the injunctions happen, but they're still being made to like oh, in Japan. Wow! That is the most... I was just thinking about breakout too, which is so funny. But um, <laughs> that single topped Oricon and broke Elton John's 14-year record of having the highest first week Holy... sales for a foreign artist. You fuck. You fuck. <laughs> um. Oh my God! Like this history is just—it's like funny and painful because it's really painful. It's painful. It's painful, but you have to laugh at it. So, February seventeenth, twenty ten, they released their Japanese greatest hits album, of compilation of their number ones, including new singles released after Secret Code, such as Share the World, We Are, Stand by You, and Breakout. The album sold over 400,000 copies in one week, earning double platinum status by the end of February. And their last single together was released in March 2010, Tokyo Tomete, which was certified platinum. 
Oh shit. More stuff. April More stuff 3rd, oh, shit. 2010. <laughs> Avex declared the suspension of DBSK's Japanese activities, stating that they're each pursuing their own solo career. However, oh, <laughs> like rereading this has been interesting. Anyway, however, a week later, Abex announced the formation of a special unit with JGMU and Jensu, later known as JYJ. Wow. A move that led to Yuno and Changmin's indefinite hiatus from music activities. Okay. So Back they were kind of left doing nothing. Yeah, so this is uh, April 2010. So at this point... Ooh. What was that? <laughs> my brain, my brain mentally went. <laughs> Is that the sound you make with Wang Fu? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> of course it is. You guys are terrible. No, the thing is, is like, I don't tease you because it makes me laugh, but now because that's something that. Kyle does to you. My brain just does it automatically, and it's not to be mean. It's just you. It's just to that so kind much dialogue fun. now. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think you're being mean, Ray. But definitely Kyle is. I literally didn't say shit, though. That's the funny thing. Yeah. Okay. I you were fully thinking. didn't. No, you were no, thinking no. it. She, she she didn't though. That's I did not. Maybe, well, she could have been thinking something worse. You don't know. Could have. I don't know. You don't know what I am thinking. What are you thinking? Uh, are, are we ready to get back into this? Yes. Okay, so Avex comes out and is like, hey, they're JYJ now. And now SM's like, oh, fuck. So (laughs) (laughs) SM filed a lawsuit against them to validate their contracts. So in June 2010, JYJ was like, well, fuck you too. And they submitted a lawsuit against SM to void their exclusive contracts. And following this, SM, and I remember this was such a shit show, uh, SM attempted to denounce JYJ and their new agency, CJES, and then Yuno and Changmin are just kind of like, you know, they they weren't saying shit. And then, (laughs) this is just so awkward. In the meantime, Avex is like, hey guys, here's some more greatest hits albums. Oh, released on June 30th. <laughs> you have to make a profit. That's all they cared about, probably. Was like, yeah. how can we how can we turn a profit from this? Because they were saying this was their closing release to, under their contract with uh, a company called Rhythm Zone. So Okay. Um after several months of uh not doing or saying anything, Yuno and Changyun made their comeback in August 2010 were the sole stop of the SM Town Live World Tour where they performed re-recorded versions of older TBXQ. And this is where I'll switch to TBXQ versus mm-hmm. DBSK. Do you so think they, that the, 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 the tour, can you imagine not knowing that TBXQ is going to come out? I, I don't know. I think they would announce that because they have such power. Yeah, like, such reputation. It wouldn't make sense not to announce them. It would just be funny to be like, okay, who's gonna perform next? And it's fucking TVXQ. It's like, oh my god, it's like what? Yeah, what? That, that would be insane. <laughs> Excuse me. Hello. Like I thought. <laughs> so when uh, Phoebe and I went to see the Running Man Bros in Vegas, uh, we thought it was crazy enough when we're seeing like Turbo and. Skull and haha, but the crazy thing was was on the way there. Phoebe was like, "Hey, if UJ suck or fuck, why am I forgetting his name now?" It was just in my head. (laughs) (laughs) UJ suck or what? Giraffe. Someone else. Who's giraffe? It's not. Kwangsu? Kwangsu. 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 Yeah, Phoebe was like, hey, if UJ Suck or Kwangsu come to the US, we should go see them. And I'm like, yeah, sure. And we're just watching the Running Man Bros concert, and then all of a sudden, fucking soft, dramatic music comes on, and Kwangsu comes out singing. And we're like, what? <laughs> so, yeah. So, if 
if we were stunned by Kwansu being there, and that's Kwansu, just the Running yeah. Man bros, I could not imagine being at an SM concert. What was it, 2010, you said? So you got yeah, like, you got SSD, you got SSD, you got Shiny, and then all of a sudden, like, after Shiny does like replay or something. Like, Wouldn't you also have you, Boa? You would have Boa. You have Boa. And Suju. Was it Kongta solo artist group? Yeah, Kongta was still under them. Yeah, FX was there too at that time. Wow. FX. What? <laughs> but um, no, they wouldn't. I don't think they would surprise people Great. with that. It wouldn't make sense. They're all under the same company too. That's true. Sure. But this was this is around the time that I figured out that they had like separated because yeah. the you know being in the U.S. and it's still not a huge thing. I found out because of like an F- MSN article. And oh I'm my like, god. MSN. No. Yeah, because I wanted to see them live and then now they're not all together. Yeah, now uh, you're not going to get to do that, bro. Anyway, my, my favorite members were JYJ anyway. <laughs> That's so mean. Well, same. Which no, I didn't end up seeing them either, so... Yeah, I, this was around the time I was getting into them, and someone mentioned I think one of the groups was going somewhere in my state, and I was like, "No, I'm I'm not gonna go." And this was like JYJ, and I'm like, "Bruh." I mean, I saw Junsu live for his like his solo concert. Yeah, solo not, it wasn't even for a concert. I think they just showed up somewhere. Unless I have that story completely wrong, but they're gonna I'm be like, like "No, I don't want and to." TX, TX, I've never seen. I've seen never TVX seen... too, but I've never seen JYJ. No, nope, never seen JYJ. We saw TVX2. TVX2 so. was so awkward. It was awkward. It was no, good, like, but awkward. So, like, so, you know, here where they said they performed re-recorded versions of the older songs, when yeah. I saw them, I could swear to God, I could hear, like, Jumpsu backing track. Well, in... They I did Rising what... Sun for 2011. And it was so awkward because it was just like only fucking two of them. They uh, there there's like a dance practice video with um TVXQ, and I think in the background you could hear like JYJ's like vocals, and I think it might be before you go or something like that. But I know oh you God. could hear. But that's like when that was uh, such a good SM. Song. It's like when SM uh included Hangang's vocals and Shake It Up in the Super Junior album after he left. He was still in there. Yep. Well, they maybe contractually they had to have him in there. Maybe they probably recorded it, but, so they still had. To but he wasn't in any other. He wasn't in any other song off that album. It was just that one. So it was probably an error. Maybe, probably. Mm-hmm. But um, so they so they performed with re-recorded versions of the older songs, which I feel like it. You know, once once they're you're not in that, you should probably not do that. Anyway, mm-hmm. um. They were supported by the audience, though, so they decided to keep going as TBX2. And they thought about recruiting new members, but Suman was just like, nah, why don't you just keep going as two? And they began working on their comeback album after that with uh, some new producers. And then in September 2010, AVEX, the Japanese company, dropped JYJ, citing conflict with their new company, CJES. And then ugh, it declared its support for the for TVX2 on November 24th, oh. announcing that they'd signed a new record contract with them. Which I'm just kind of like, those people who are like, oh, SM wasn't doing anything to hinder JYJ, I'm sitting here like, mm. They never yes. did anything. They never mm-hmm. went on a show. N- never. They never went on a never. music show after that. I don't think nope. they ever did. Nope. Not once. So, so SM has the people who think SM wouldn't do that. Blackballed them, sure. They fucking blackballed yeah, they absolutely did. We've seen it happen numerous times in K-pop. Mm-hmm. This is probably the original. <laughs> probably one of the original ones, yeah. Yeah. If not. But uh, then in 2011... Uh, TVX2 comes back with Keep Your Head Down on January 5th. Mm, that was a I, song. I got into K-pop later that year. Just K-pop in general. That, like, I didn't even know about all the... I mean, I knew, but I didn't know how crazy the drama was. Like, Because I wasn't like yeah, into, how could into you K-pop. Know? I, wasn't, like, I didn't get into, into K-pop until college. Like, really bit into it. 
I didn't get into it until I found out that DBSK had broken up and then I got into JYJ and then I had friends who had like uh, roommates who are super into it and so they started mm-hmm. getting me more super into it of course yeah like next, I was into next songs, one after but... JYJ was beast <laughs> and then big beast but, um, b2st beast. Uh, let's see blah 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 keep your head down debuted at number one on the gone album charts uh sold 230,922 copies by mid-2011, and they won Album of the Year for the first quarter of the 2011 awards. Let me talk about, like, the blowjob qualities of that song. Which which one? Uh, The blowjob qualities. I don't think that's about it at all. You're just basing off the title, bro. I mean, I... I, But the dance, though. They just push the The dancer's head down. Like... Keep your hit. No, I'm not gonna sing it, but um, yeah, <laughs> that's all I thought about. I mean, maybe it's because I'm a Scorpio, but I don't fucking know. It probably is because you're Scorpio. <laughs> More than Sorry, that. had to cut in with that. Cut it. <laughs> I didn't say well, cut it. I said I had to go in. Had to cut in with that. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But uh, keep your head down. One seven number one trophies on music shows. And the Japanese version was a chart topper over there. It became TBX2's second best-selling single in Japan. And then, oh, in March 2011, Keep Your Head Down was it was the repackage with Before You Go. There we go. Yes. Which was Chef's Kiss. It was beautiful. Also, you should go watch the music video because I don't like Keep Your Head Down that much. I feel like it's definitely like a fuck you to JYJ. Oh, <laughs> but, um, but Before You Go, I feel like it's a good return to like actually. That was like the music. only song in K-pop that my mom actually liked before I told her it was K-pop. She was like, oh my she god. She couldn't tell because me. she couldn't understand? Yeah, what was that? I don't I don't know. She's, probably, she's like half deaf. She's like what song is this? so good? And I'm like, it's it's K-pop. She's like, oh, never mind. Yeah. I'm like, what? Rude. Kind of reminds me of my shitty uh, mother who <laughs> uh, I was listening to a Jay Park song and she's like, did he just say the N-word? I'm like, no, mom, it's Korean. <laughs> oh, God. My God. Oh, God. Yeah. But um, hashtag that one guy who sings Korean songs really loud on like the New York subway stations. Oh yeah. <laughs> In front of black people. Anyway. Um, so while promoting Keep Your Head Down, Yuna and Changmin spoke for the first time about the breakup and the hiatus. And I mean this is a diplomatic way of saying it. Yuna said JYJ had exceedingly deep conflicts with their agency and the members had errands irreconcilable differences about their career. Um, Chongmin's also added that the team had worked so hard to the point where they felt like they could finally harvest the fruits of their labor, yet instead of being happy, they had to perform their final stage with heavy hearts. Okay, who's eating peanut butter? Me? (laughs) Um, We can hear you. That was me drinking. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Drink quieter. <laughs> Drinking water. I'm trying. <laughs> stop hydrating. Wow. Okay. I'll stop. I'll start to dehydrate again. Sounds good. <laughs> oh, okay. So, in response to you know and Chong, <laughs> what they said, JYJ said, we don't regret it. <laughs> middle fingers um and predictably kind of like we were talking about earlier keep your head down came under media scrutiny with claims that they were directed at jyj and but they said it wasn't a diss track and that similar claims would still happen even if they released a different song with different lyrics which on one hand yes and on the other hand like i feel like it's if the shoe fits (laughs) what are the Uh, things Right, the you, you know said the song is about a man's mind towards a woman who had left him, 
You can sometimes find that a certain song seems to talk about my own story. Just the shoe fits. And this way, it totally depends on the interpretation using your own thoughts. Blah, 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 blah. They released their 32nd Japanese single, Superstar, which I remember that. It was all right. And then in July to August, they toured around Japan for ABEX's A Nation Summer Concert. And in Tokyo, they were the closing act, breaking Ayumi Hamasaki's record of closing the concert eight years in a row. Oh, I like her. And then TVX2 were also the first foreign performers to close the festival. Then they released Tone in September 28th, which earned them their first number one studio album. It sold over 200,000 copies in its first week and then earned platinum certification in its second. And they were the second overseas artist to achieve album sales of more than 200,000 in a week. The previous holder was Bon Jovi with their 2000 album Crush. at the end of 2011, they did a few K-pop music festivals. Let's see. <gasps> Wait, is that when I saw them? I think. Where's the ticket? <laughs> oh, <laughs> lovely. <gasps> I did. That's when I saw them. Woo! I still have the ticket. I keep buying. So, yeah, they performed at a bunch of different uh, music festivals. They went to New York and they uh, they went to Vegas because I was there. They also went to what is this? Sydney, Australia. And then their new Japanese holiday single Winter, which I think I've heard it and I like it, uh, was released on November 30th. And then they also contributed to our favorite Christmas album ever, 2011 Winter I Sent Down the Warmest Gift. That was so good. Didn't they do? They did Sleigh Ride. Yep. Oh my God. And they also performed Keep Your Head Down at the Kohaku Utagasen. First time performing since the split. No pressure. Which, now that I'm thinking about it, where's. Where's JYJ stuff? Because this is still exclusively focusing on TX2. Hold on a second. JYJ, what are you doing? Nothing. Here we go. I mean, they were doing stuff. They were doing stuff, but they were like being. This weren't being advertised. You know, they had that song with Kanye. They had no pro. Oh my God. Oh Oh my God. You did not just bring that up. (laughs) How could I not? How dare you? In your high honor. <laughs> oh, nope. As a as an aside, I was listening to either K-pop radio or my everything playlist, and backseat came on, and I was like, "What?" Yes, <laughs> it started, and I was like, "Why do I know this song?" And I'm like, "Oh, oh my <laughs> god, Ugh. that song, that that just." that that reminded me of purple line i don't know why it just it really oh, did i was gonna mention this but way way back with oh jung Don hop i i still can't get over sexy ass motherfucking jack sparrow mickey yu chun oh so good Such i don't good remember what him. he looked like back then i will have to he, he legit just looks like an asian jack sparrow he did he fully did but um, let's flip over to JYJ a little bit because we got up to we got through 2011 for TBX2, so they were announced in April 2010, and blah, 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 they did some live performances. They their debut release V dot 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 was released in September 2010 and debuted number one on the Oricon album charts with 240,000 copies sold in the first week. Good job, guys. Good job. Let's see. September 2010, AVEX announced plans to suspend all of JYJ's Japanese activities. And they said because it was a conflict with CJ, CJES, but JYJ stated that it was over a conflict over new terms demanded by AVEX in contract renegotiation. Oh my God. 
group released their English language global debut album, The Beginning, on October 12th with the Kanye West produced single, Hey Girl. Hey Girl. <laughs> <laughs> that song, oh my god. It's amazing. Uh, two weeks before the release, 500,000 copies had been pre-ordered. And pre-sales for the 999... 900... Hold on. I'm having problems with numbers. But you would too if you had to say this number. 99,999 copies of the special edition of the album reached 400,000 requests. Wow. That was, a, that was a complicated ass number. Anyway, um, they promoted via a worldwide showcase tour throughout October, November with dates in South Korea, Southeast Asia, and the United States. I'm pretty sure this is the part where I missed them and I'm very upset about it. Um, uh, they launched a world concert in Seoul, and with a t- it was in the Jamshil Olympic Stadium, which had a total seating of 100,000, 50,000 for each show. And in spite of the ban in the entertainment departments of South Korea's three main terrestrial broadcasters, because we fucking know that they did that. Uh, they had their first public broadcast performance on December 31st, 2010 at the KBS Drama Awards. They sang Chajata, Found You, which is a ballad track from the drama Sung Kyun Kwan Scandal, which Yoo Chun was in. Now, 2011 in Heaven. Oh my god, this is so long. Ooh. I might make this a two-parter. <laughs> They released their Korean EP, Their Rooms Are Story, on January 25th, 2011, in the format of a music What are you doing? Sorry. <laughs> it sounded like, you know, your 580s albums started to avalanche. I Something did avalanche. <laughs> Where is it? What are you looking for? I'm. Yikes! More glass. You're a mess. Oh, I'm almost done. Oh my god! Sounded like more stuff. More stuff. It sounds like she's digging. What the fuck is happening? I'm good. I'm good. Did you drop <laughs> your phone and can't find it? No. That would no. be so funny. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Ow. <laughs> Yeah, you're great. <laughs> Fucking hell. Anyway, on January 25th, 2011, JYJ releases Their Rooms, Our Story, their Korean EP. It's a music essay. And despite the majority of sales being counted in the books rather than CD category, because that also doesn't seem suspicious, uh, the album sold well enough to chart on Hanteo. Let's see. In spring of 2011, they launched their first worldwide tour, and they held them in Thailand, Taiwan, China, Canada, and the U.S. They held two rounds of a specialty charity concert in Tokyo to benefit those affected by the Tohoku earthquake, and they also held two special concert performances in South Korea. In September, they released their first Korean studio album entitled In Heaven, which includes, which I didn't realize until I would say mildly recently. It has um, Jihyo for Running Man in it. Oh, oh, the music video. She's the she's she's the in there. That's she's, right. She's the main girl. Wow. See, I don't remember women in music videos. I know that sounds terrible, but I don't. It depends. That's also why it took me until like mildly recently to figure that out. Like, unless they're, like, my bias or somebody that I know, like, fully know, I don't remember them. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> that is what it is. You're not watching the video for the, uh... Emails. For the actors. You're watching it for the artists, yeah. so. Yes. But let's see. Da, 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 da. So, in Heaven, there were over 300,000 pre-orders on the first day of advanced sales alone. And they sold 165,000 copies in three days of being released and 220,000 copies in October. So this was released in September. 
They held their Unforgettable Live concert in Japan on October 15th and 16th with over 84,000 in attendance. They were praised for the choice to hold these concerts in the Ibaraki Prefecture because uh, it was a region hit hard economically by the earthquake mentioned earlier. And then they extended their world tour by adding dates in Barcelona and in Berlin. And they were invited to appear at the Salon del Manga, Manja, Manga convention earlier on the day Manga. before the start of their Barcelona concert. Mm. Oh, I don't think I ever saw this. They released Come On Over, a DVD documentary about the three members' private lives at the end of 2011. The no, footage was from late December 2010 to February 2011, following them for a number of days. Some scenes were like a birthday party, a snowboarding venture, rehearsal for a musical, which is probably jumpsuit. And then behind the scenes, look at one of their fan meetings. Okay, let's see. Back to back, back to TVX2. And I don't know. I never super followed them after they broke up, but I still kind of kept up on them. Yeah, I didn't. They, so 2012, January 2012, they started their Tome tour. And they were sold out in a few minutes. Oh, that was a good and album. That Tome tour reached an audience of 550,000. More than twice the audience count of their 2009 tour, The Secret Code. And they are the third foreign artist after Michael Jackson and the Backstreet Boys to perform at the Tokyo Dome for three consecutive days. It's gonna be May. <laughs> and the Tones Tour audience is also the largest mobilization for any Korean artist in Japan at the time until they broke their own record in 2013 with their other Japan Tour time. Which I missed an opportunity with mentioning Michael Jackson, but... <laughs> <laughs> let's see I'm trying to read as fast as I can there's just so much information because they've been around for fucking ever um, they dropped still in March 2012 Ooh, became the first song. foreign artist to release 10 number one singles in Japan and by July 2012 they came to be recognized as the first foreign artist in Japan to sell over 3.1 million CD singles breaking a 10-year, 10-month-long record that was previously held by the American vocal duo, The Carpenters, which I know who they are, dimly. Sort of. Very, very, very far in the past. Anyway. Oh, my God. Uh, in September 2012, they released Catch Me, which I do like that song. I do love that. That was pretty cool. Isn't that also during the onset of everyone fucking doing um, womp, womp, womp. Yeah, that was like the whole EDM thing, I think. that. No, what, what was it called? It was Dubstep. Dubstep! There it is. That's what there it is. is. That was a huge... That was like when Dubstep became like super popular. Oh, definitely. It was an all of SM shit. Wasn't um, that Max Step? No, that's different, right? No, no, that's it, but that's in like the same era. Same era. This is also when EXO was starting to do shit. Yeah. And there Ah. was dubstep in their stuff. Remember Machine? I love Machine. But bringing it back to DBSK, (coughs) TBS2, Catch Me became their second number one album, and TBX2's fifth number one album in South Korea. They released Humanoids which I also like that one, November 26th on the repackage. And then two days after the repackage release, SM and JYJ dropped their lawsuits against each other and reached a settlement, ending their three-year legal dispute. Three years. As part of the agreement, both parties stated that they would no longer interfere with each other's activities because, you know, they were never doing that in the first place. And it was agreed that JYJ's contracts with SM had ended in July 2009. And then they released Time in January 16, 2013. It became their fastest selling studio album to date. It's lead single, Catch Me If You Wanna, which I fucking love that song. Um, sold a lot, 137,000 copies, top ah. chart. 
making them the first foreign artist to have had 12 number ones on the Oricon. And in March, they took part in the TRF Tribute Album, TRF Tribute Album Best for, their, for its 20th anniversary. And they were the only Koreans to participate on the album. Ooh. And they set several records with their time tour, which started at the Saitama Super Arena in April 2013. They became the first K-pop artist and fourth foreign artist to embark on a five-dome tour and were the first foreign musical act to perform at the Nissan Stadium as a headlining artist. They attracted a record audience of 850,000 people. Oh my god. Then the tour grossed 90 million US dollars, breaking Cone's record. And then on December 26, 27, 2013, they held two concerts titled Time Slip at the Korea International Exhibition Center to celebrate their 10th anniversary. Now we're going to start diving into the more recent shit, you know, mm-hmm. within the last five years. So they released uh, Tents as their 10th anniversary debut album. Oh, in that was a good album. I was not keeping up with them at this point. I only got, I think I recently got re-into them with that. Oh no, they promoted it in November 2013, but it was released on January 1614. And let's see, best-selling album of January 2014 in South Korea. Oh wait, maybe I do remember listening to this. Music critics rated it favorably with a general consensus that it was the duo's best record to date. So, oh, something I did not like yep. very much. I love that. That was like so jazzy. I liked it. And uh, sorry, I'm like trying to speed through this. In Japan, something was released as a double A side single with Hide and Seek. And then they announced their follow up Korean single, Spellbound, which I'm that was the shit. It's similar to something, honestly. A bit. Yeah. But it was like a little bit like the music video was different, but it was similar sounding. Mm-hmm. Spellbound was kind of more swingish. And then yeah. Was yeah. And then on March 5th, 2014, they released Tree, their seventh Japanese studio album, which I don't think I remember that. I don't and remember that either. Obviously, debuted at number one. And then Obviously. with Tree, it became the first foreign band in Japan to have three consecutive studio albums with the first week sales of over 200,000 copies, breaking Bon Jovi's 13-year record. Fuck you, Bon Jovi. And again, their next tour, the Tree Live Tour, uh, broke their broke new records. They toured from April to June. It drew over 600,000 people in total to make them the first international artist of Japan to bring in the largest number of concert goers in the last three years, reaching over 2 million. And then in August 30th, 2014, they announced their second Five Dome tour uh, for early 2015, which went on to be their 10th anniversary tour in Japan. They also had With released on December 17th, 2014. And then they also embarked on their world tours concert, Tistory. I don't Tistory? know. Tistory. T I S T O R Y. And it was a commemoration for their 10th year in the K pop industry. Holy shit, it's 10 years at this point. God. And then December 26, 2014, their 11th debut anniversary, they got wax figures at Madame Tussauds in Shanghai. Oh, wow. I never saw those. I'm surprised. Well, you were in Shanghai, were you? No, but still, sometimes you see, like, we also, when Chris got his, and Adam Suds. And didn't Lay get one, too? Yeah, he did. So, let's finish up TBX2, and then I'll flip back over to uh, JYJ. Or JYJ. Um, They entered their second hiatus when Yuno started his mandatory military service on July 21st, 2015. And before that, they released the full-length album Rise as God, which debuted as number one. And then Changmin joined the military police on November 19th, 2015. Yuno was honorably discharged from service on April 20th, 2017. And Changmin was discharged on August 18th, 2017. 
On August 21st, they announced their comeback to a series of projects, starting with a concert. And they held a total of three shows in Seoul and Macau from September 30th to October 15th, 2017. They released a Japanese compilation album, Fine Collection Begin Again. And then they did an accompanying tour that debuted at the Sapporo Dome in November 2017 and ended in January 2018. Again, more records broken. They're the first music group in Japan to hold a three-day concert at the Nissan Stadium. Are the first foreign artists to bring over a million people with one tour. And they broke a new record for K-pop in Japan with a total of one million tickets sold. Uh, Reboot came out on December 20th, 2017, and it debuted at number two. Then they started preparing their eighth album, Upon Going Back to Korea. New chapter number one, The Chance of Love, March 28th, 2018. And then they announced the Circle Welcome Tour to go with it. And they went on to play shows obviously in Korea, Hong Kong, and Bangkok. And it's the new chapter number one. There was their seventh number one album since the Gone album chart was made in 2010. They also released Tomorrow, which I remember tomorrow, uh, on September 19th, 2018. And it was supported by a nationwide Tomorrow tour at 33 stops, and it was their most expansive tour in Japan. They released their 46th Japanese single, Jealous, on November 21st, 2018, as the lead track for their ninth or their 10th Japanese album, XV. It also broke more records, no making TVX2 the foreign artist with the most number ones, most top tens, and highest cumulative sales in Oregon singles chart history. They released their extended play new chapter number two, Truth of Love, on December 26, 2018, day of their 15th debut anniversary. Uh, similar to Rise as God, the Truth of Love was tagged as a special album release, so it was not regarded as an official studio release. They didn't promote it, but it debuted at number two on the Gotten album chart, and then in Japan, it debuted at number 12. Their 10th album, XB, promoted as their 15th debut anniversary in Japan, was released on October 16, 2019. And it was the eighth album to do debut at the top of the Oricon chart, surpassing Boa's record and becoming the first and only foreign artist in Japan to earn eight number one albums. And in May 2020, because, you know, that was such an awesome year, it was announced that they will hold a live online concert as the fifth concert organized by SM and Neighbor as part of the world's first online dedicated live concert series, Beyond Live. Now, to flip back over to JYJ, because I'm trying to talk as quickly as possible. <coughs> Thankfully, there's not a lot to say, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Uh, January, <laughs> um, January, unfortunately. And we can fill in some of the things. Uh, in January 2012, CJES announced two more concert dates from the previous thing where they were doing the world tour. Uh, for Santiago, Chile, and Lima, Peru, and that would be the final stops for their worldwide tour, and then on February 23rd, 2012, they released a 90-minute film titled The Day in South Korea. It was a documentary film featuring their daily lives and dreams. It was screened for four days, and it drew 24,000 fans. In June 2012, they held the first ever large-scale international fanfare in South Korea, the 2012 JYJ Membership Week was put together specifically as a gift for their fans and fully funded by the members themselves in spite of numerous sponsorship offers sell for four days. And it cost an estimated 3.7 billion Korean won, which so let me cheap. do a quick... Uh, Very cheap. One, two US dollars conversion. Let's see. 3.7 billion. Christ. Wow. Three, three, seven. That's thousand. Holy shit. Is that million? <laughs> do, do, do. I think that's billion. That costs about uh, 330,000 US dollars. And the membership week included photographic and video based exhibitions of the group. 
theater screenings of The Day, which was that documentary, as well as two sets of fan meetings that invited over 15,000 Korean fans and 7,000 Japanese fans. The huge influx of foreigners was the largest for a single event and generated the great economic benefits for South Korea, because that's what J1J is about. And it, it was announced that this membership week event would be held annually. In August 2012, they released Mahalo, a premier collection photo book with over 200 pages taken during their trip to Hawaii in December 2011. And then on 20, uh, February 25th, 2013, they performed a medley of hit songs from the 90s as well as their own songs at the 18th South Korean Presidential Inauguration Ceremony for Park Geun-hye, which we don't like her, uh, in front of an audience of 70,000 people. At the time, CJES Entertainment announced that the band would be able to perform at Tokyo Dome in Japan after a four-year hiatus due to their lawsuit with AVEX. They held a three-day concert series titled The Return of the JYJ from April 2nd to the 4th. As all 150,000 tickets were sold out, footage was released to 118 theaters across Japan in order to accommodate fans unable to obtain tickets for the concerts. In July 2014, the band released their first studio album in three years, Just Us. The band reached the music charts with the song Backseat. Hey, I'll go. You were talking about it so much. <laughs> <laughs> and then let's see. There's not really much else going on. Jay June, this is where like my uh, my research kind of ends and my memory kicks in. Mm-hmm. Jay June was in the military for some of the same time as Yuno, which the Yuno Jay June shippers, which that was a thing. For anyone who doesn't know, you know and yes. Jejun was a was an icon. Think of any iconic ship in your favorite group right now and do that times ten. That was you know and Jejun. And, yes, and I wasn't even in the fandom when they were together, but you know, coming back Yuno in and like Jejun looking clips. Like looking at clips that you would like compilations and you know, you would look for some and then all of a sudden it was all the the Yunje ones, and then Didn't they do you know, like like little skits or things where they would like make it. Look no, like there was a there, there was, was a drama. There was a drama. There was a drama. Did. It was like the stupidest drama in the world. Where like it made no sense, but that one part. Yeah, Yunho Yunho was acting weird around Jaejun, so like Jaejun asked him what was going on, and they were sitting in like a van, and, and could, all of a sudden well, Yunho pulls out a Yunje fanfic. And it's explained That's at the end right. why he was acting so interesting to him, but no one explained where he got the fake. Like from. he just had Unless printed. I remember that just... it was printed. Like, printed. Yeah, yeah, it was printed. printed. Wasn't like written. Wasn't like something a fan gave him or something. It was like printed off of something. Yeah. So I, Sean, I think I've brought this up with you before about how stupid, like, or weird it was that it was never. Explained. Yeah, it was never. Like I didn't ever thought about. They never explained that whole drama was weird. Like I can't remember. It was like Junsu and uh, Changmin were kidnapped too. Yes. Like, you, <laughs> and Yu Chun had a crush on Junsu. It was fucking weird. I can't remember the name of it, or I would recommend it. Like God, it's somewhere oh. deep in like YouTube history. I, I I guarantee you, it's still up on YouTube because I I'm just a thousand percent sure it is. Oh, well, like, let's also think of other things that we remember that are really wild. So besides the fact that they were shipped to hell. Oh, Jejun. Yes. Jejun, didn't he get in trouble recently because he wrote that he had COVID, but he didn't have COVID? Yes, he did. Yes. He pulled- it was, yep. like, on April yep. 1st. I think it, it was, was in, like, he was trying it to make like- it a joke. Yeah, but, like. But it yeah, was totally so serious. <laughs> it went down like a rotten bunch. Yeah, uh, I don't know why he thought that would be a smart thing to do, but. We could also talk about, because in the deepest recess of my memory, the first instance I heard of Sasang's always dealt with TVXQ, like how um, there were into f- Jung's apartment. I was just going to say, there were, photo, there were photos of someone broken into Jung's house. They took his underwear, they gave him a kiss, and then Yoon-ho was poisoned by an anti-fan, I remember. Yeah, she put that. super glue in like a yogurt drink. And like yeah. orange oh, juice, and then... Huh? And then Changmin got like bricks, th- like a bag of bricks yep, thrown at him yep. at the airport. I've, and well, like, on the, the first on the Uno in- subject, he didn't prosecute her because she was like the same age as his sister. His he sister. didn't want to like ruin yeah. the future, but it made him so sick. He only took a sip and he's like, oh no. So. Well, yeah, there's that video of him being like carried and shit like that. And then Sean, I think we saw when 
you uh, should Changmin. Wait, yeah, didn't but yeah. was it was it part was it one of them that got like they got somebody threw like a period blood something at them or something? No, like that? that was what? two p.m. Okay, two p.m. had what? someone write to them using that. That yeah. was crazy. Um, but what else? We saw Changmin pull over a was it uh, a taxi, taxi that was yeah. like, a, like a stopping taxi. Yep. And was like screaming at them, and there were like mixed reactions from yeah, that. But and Sasen you have to recorded yeah. this happening, and yeah, Sasen can... were like, "Oh my god, he was like so terrible to them." What I would want. Consider that he's been in the spotlight for his in literally his entire life. Like he announced he's getting married soon. He's been in the industry for that That's long. That's right. If I was like gonna say, I... like he's gonna get married soon. He is getting married soon. Yeah. And then, or he might have already. I'm not too sure. I can't remember anything good happening. And... But yeah, there were a lot of mixed reactions because people, you know, supported him, of course, for, you know, can you imagine how many, you know, close accidents you have getting chased by those, you know, those taxis. If you don't know, it's taxis that like wait for Sasang fans and they pay them extra to go and like follow them. Yep. They can, they'll Sa-Sang. charge them like hundreds of dollars in Sasang. They're like, yeah, they'll still, still pay it. They'll still pay it, and that's uh, and you know if you don't know what a saucing is, it's a really like obsessed fan. That we'll talk about in another podcast. Yeah, but they and are it gets shite. It gets far worse than that's like, you know, it's shitty that they do that, but there are far worse things that they do to, yeah. to these idols. Jansu also took a picture where he was like sitting in a restaurant and yeah, I remember, and it looked like a zombie horde. It looked like a zombie like mob. It was insane. Oh, so he is married. Oh, he's oh, married already? Tung got married? Oh. Yeah. But um, I'll try to make this kind of quick because my phone's dying. So oh, he God. got married in September 2020, and she's a non-celebrity. Okay. Yay. Cool. Happy for him. And uh, it doesn't seem like anyone had any backlash about him getting married. Not really. You know, everything that happened with you, Chun. Oh my god. So yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, um, I don't know what JYJ was doing after the Just Us backseat release. I know Junsu was like trying to make a resort or something and then there was a lot of shit about that because someone was trying to say he wasn't paying them or something. It was really Mm. weird. But uh, Jaejun went on to have a very successful solo career and Junsu was having a pretty good solo career as well. And then Yuchun was in acting. He wasn't. And they, they all served their military time as well. Yeah. But the problem is, which like this hurts my heart because he was my bias, and I'm sure it hurts your guys' heart too. Um, <clears throat> April 23rd, 2019 was when Yu Chun's contract with CJES was terminated because he tested positive for drugs and he was going to retire from the industry, which, if I'm remembering correctly, wasn't he found with cocaine? No, he. Yeah. No, it was positive for meth. Wasn't Jesus? Jesus. And then he said he was going. He was going to retire from the industry, and he in like July of 2020, he was releasing albums and like holding fan meets. What? Like, yeah. I obviously haven't kept up with this at all because uh, yeah, I haven't. Said in connection with his arrest, Park announced that he would retire from the entertainment business. However, in 2020. He arranged fan events in Thailand, launched a new website, and released an album. So he did so not retire. So, so technically, Wu Jin sort of pulled a Yuchun. Technically. Technically. Well, Wu Jin did it first. Oh, mm. oh also, in the middle of all of this, um, Yuchun's dad died. That's right. His dad did die. But meth, though? Jesus. Yeah, that. I remember. It wasn't like marijuana or anything. I remember seeing it was meth, and I couldn't believe it. Well, it probably started with marijuana, and then it, and then in like before that, he does, had a he had a get. yeah before that he had a, like a lot of sexual assault allegations that I think were that's dropped right. or like right. oh, so oh yeah that weren't real. I I can't which remember. I'm on the fence about those because you want to believe the people who are saying it, but then also like who was the one who was most recent? Someone like came on on Twitter put out something that like oh they bullied me in high school or they like were mean to me and then like they were like this is all I'm gonna say about it and then like that's all they said and they signed out or something and it's like you can't just put that shit out there and be like 
these are the only posts I'm making on this random account, making these really big accusations against these people. Bye. Yeah, right. It's just like, it w- weird. Mm. Suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. suspicious. Anyway. But like things will pop up against also like fucking Onu. Onu had them too. Yeah, so Oh my god. Um, so it that could happen to anybody. Okay. But I was engaged. You should the first two wanted to be engaged. Kind of, not really like so Jejun, definitely check out Jejun and just some silk stuff because holy shit. Someone's uh, moving around a lot. Oh, sorry. I'm I'm actually changing He's my... He's trying to shove yeah. back under the bed. Yeah. He'll no, fit. Like, like, like any move you make gets picked up. I am but... changing my calendars and I just realized that Tianjin is February. Get fucked. Get fucked. Sungwa is February on AT, so as he should be, <laughs> as he should be. If it would have been Hyunjin and San, I would have never stopped laughing. That no, San is like May, I think. Well, I'm sure that they, you get repeats there. Well, definitely because they're both eight. This is true. Um, let's see. I, what is the song that I'm thinking of? Intoxication. Yes, that's such a good song. Intoxication? From Junsu? Oh, I was thinking about That was, no, that's mine. That's mine. Oh my god. Fantastic. Why are you laughing at? The way you say it. It was, I I will laugh in your face when I see you. Oh my god. I'll be laughing about that for forever. I will feed you meat. Don't do that. That's just it's fucking been rude. Four years. It's been four years. <laughs> that would be the worst thing you could do. I think I would be mad at you feeding that. Exactly. So don't do that don't shit. So that's the equivalent of feeding me meat, laughing at your singing? Yeah, man. Yes, because I'm very sensitive about that. You, you okay, I will, I will try try not to because I'm a very... I, I I'm can't less sensitive that. about it when I've had drinks because then there's an excuse Oh, when you have drinks, you've actually are a really good singer. Oh, it's oh. like how suddenly when I drank, I could rap. Yes! <laughs> oh my god! It was one night. It's real funny. One night. And uh, mine. That's mine what it was. Good. Mine. Yeah. Mine, mine is a really good one. Another girl was good. He also has a lot of tattoos. Dajun, yes. He has the tattoos. Which I have some tattoos on my shoulders that are kind of styled after some of his shoulder tattoos he, but not really it's like the style but not necessarily like the actual same thing. he has a couple of tvxq tattoos i think jay probably i know he has a jyj one and so does yu chun doesn't he i think the jyj all has the same tattoo but i know that jay has like a tvxq tattoo oh my god do you remember the jay jung yu chun song colors melody and harmony no i don't remember that <gasps> Oh my god, it's such a nice, cute song, and I think it was supposed to be for fucking. Oh my god, what's her face? Hello Kitty? Yeah, TVXQ Soul, it, it looks like it says. It's his. It's like giant on his shoulder blades. It's like hope to the end. Oh. Which I don't think. Jae Jung and Yuno dislike each other. I don't think they all truthfully dislike each other. I think they are all probably just in a really bad place. They had to. Be. And they had different things they wanted and then they were being forced to go against each other and they probably didn't really want to do that. Wasn't there a thing where they thought that Changmin did not want to be in the group like at all? Like the way his attitude was? But that's been going on for Years where people take like people take like a scene out of context and think that the member doesn't want to be there, which sometimes they're not gonna want to be there. Well, to be fair, he also was in this group starting at fifteen. Yeah, I would have yeah. given the fuck up too. So honestly, he probably did feel like that at some point. He was probably like, you know, what? when you're in your almost thirties and you're being forced to do agio on like reality shows, I wouldn't want to be there either. At that point, JJ was so cute, but the stupidest fucker on <laughs> reality shows. Like when you're being if forced you to act. See cute. any of the old 
X or X Man. Um, if you see any of the old X X Man uh, clips with DBSK on them. Mm. They're playing that one game where it's like you have to be like, of course, or something oh, like that. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And he just would get railroaded. Well, because Changmin was so always, uh, Changmin was Chang-min like the original Maknanza, like... kind of. He was really mm. like that. Yeah. Because he was, I mean, he talked back to them all the time. Oh, yeah. He most certainly did. Did it before Sun Jung. Did it before Sun Jung. Did it before <laughs> Kyu Yes, he did. Kihan, oh my god, he was such a little shit. Kihan was a shithead. But yeah, so. Kihan from Super Junior, for anyone who doesn't yes, know. Yes, and Sung Dong from Infinite. Sana. And Sana from Astro. Is there anything else we can mention about this? these lovely people? I mean, they were talented as fuck. It's, it's shitty what happened. And then I remember, you know, when someone does the deep dive about Suju, that. Hangung's lawyer originally represented JYJ, and Hangung and Jaejun were like, you know, good friends together. Like they gave each other food and stuff like that when there was no money or they couldn't eat stuff like that. Oh, oh yeah, training was shit back then. Yeah, for those. Yeah, you know, it's still shit, it's, but at least like I don't you know, know they it was can, worse back there's then. There's videos. Something. There's videos of like young you know getting like hit by a manager, like shit like that, like actual like on video type things. Well, that's still happening. That is still happening, like, but I remember seeing that and hit or like assaulted yeah, by a manager. I mean, we saw BTS's manager do that. Too, yeah, right? and, I, and I'm sure it happens, and we don't see it, but that was like recorded on video, and he was raising his voice, and you heard a smack, and the members had to pretend like nothing was happening. Like, but it was on camera. I don't think they realized it at the time. It just shut shite. Yes, it is that shit has to stop but yeah so I'm trying to think I mean they're really talented they're all really good with you know the ex- the exception of all the scandals that that happened to them but I think this was you know it's the, I guess it was like the first of its kind to happen like that I, think, I guess they were kind of the first to I don't know if Shinwa or HOT had lawsuits against SM at that point or like did anything like no, because Shinwa departed in 2003. They couldn't so even get their like name. kind of over and done with. They couldn't even get their name, though, Shinwa. They couldn't perform again, I think. No, because they, they do have their name. They own well, now they, they do. Now, name, now they do, but I don't think they did back then. We'll have to do well, some. Well, no group on owns their name. Except for God's sake. Remember when um, Chris wanted to perform and they were like, you can't perform as Chris? He's like, bitch, that's my fucking name. It's his, it was his English name, <laughs> yeah, and he's still, he's still under Chris. Same with Luhan. They didn't want them to perform with their actual <laughs> names, but they're like, these are my it's actual my name, names. dude. It's not like it's. <laughs> it's. Yeah. <laughs> The thing so with legalities and names like... is really crazy. Yeah, absolutely is. But that, I remember that where they didn't want Luan to perform as Luan. He was like, what the fuck am I supposed to perform as? Like, this is my birth name. It's like, I-, I guess I'm just gonna not exist. It'll be a symbol. Or something like that. La, 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 Oh, la, shut la, the fuck up. <laughs> 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 Alright, that's enough. That's more than enough. We don't need Luhan suing us for fuck's sake. Luhan, please, we love you. We love you so much. Anyway, with that, I think that kind of concludes the deep dive into uh, into BBS. Check out their old stuff. Honest to God, it's so good. Honestly, they're so they have so much to listen to as well. So if you want to get into somebody new, without having to like, I feel like commit too much. I know that it, you're gonna have yeah, you're gonna have hours and hours and days and yeah, hours because so you'll have DBSK and then you'll have TBX two. It's the and, same thing. But yeah, yeah. We separate yeah. them. DBSK, uh, DBSK stuff, TBX two stuff, JYJ stuff. Check out, it's check out, and then all their solo shit. stuff, all of their yeah, solo, so- yeah, all their solos, all their collabs that they did, things like that. It, there is so much, you know, that you can listen to. They're very good. There's and they really weren't, you know, stifled by a genre. They kind of dabbled into every type of, you know. They call it rock. Yeah. Like rock, pop, pop rap. Ballads. Yep. Lots rap. of ballads. I will say. R&B, swing. Yep. Yes. 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 
but uh, no, literally but uh, so you know, you know what you know what else you should what? check out though what? our instagram should they yes yeah. they should yeah it's that is that uh are we sober and and you know what else you know what else what we like we like to hear from people we like dms we like them a lot <laughs> like DMs, and also like if if you have like a story like uh, you know of an experience with an idol or like a funny k-pop experience you know you can you can hit us up at you know what we have we have we have a gmail we have a gmail we do it's at oh. are we sober at gmail.com fantastic Woo! i'm surprised i wasn't taken i'm i'm very surprised on i i am surprised <laughs> but also very very thankful that uh all the things that I was going for are not really? taken. I haven't tried Twitter. I don't know if we'll try Twitter. Kind of well, we should do it before this is released because I feel like it would be taken before. After- <laughs> well, you know, okay, fine. I guess we're gonna, we may have a Twitter. Maybe. We never know. We'll just see if we'll go that That's direction. True. But uh, this this has been Ray. Sean. Go. <laughs> and uh, we hope you uh, go check out DBS Game. We hope you keep listening and uh See ya. Bye. See ya. And that was DBSK. Like we were mentioning in the episode, we hope you really enjoyed it. If you have any follow-up questions, definitely shoot us a DM, but also, you know, the wide world of the internet's available. We really do hope that you go check out their music because they are pretty great, even if they aren't five anymore. And if you need any help with getting our different media follows, always check out our description and hope to see you on the next episode.